0: Everybody, it's a podcast. Woo Um Do I say woo-woo <laughs> You can't say woo-woo <laughs> no. Hey everybody, I'm Matt Marr and I'm here with one of like I say this about every day, like a good friend, but Nicholas and I I'm here with my best friend Nicholas Ospina. Um Best of the best,
1: right? <laughs> my
0: best and most competitive friend. Yes. Uh, it's true. Nicholas Ospina. And uh Who? So welcome, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, thank you for inviting me. Of course, I okay. wanted to be your number, your podcast number one, but clearly <laughs> I'm not that special of a friend.
0: So I know he's from Colombia, but he should be from the South or Jewish. Because boy, I love him. He he'll lay on the guilt on
1: me. I'm Jewish by injection, so maybe that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. Your your boyfriend is Jewish. Um, but um, we uh we've been. I, somebody just asked me this the other day with Kobe and I couldn't is this I know it was around my birthday where we became friends. What is it? Are we seven, eight years now? Nine?
1: I think it's like nine or even I, ten. I've
0: lived know. in, in Los know. Angeles in the, the Los Angel I've lived in LA for eleven years last September. So it'll be twelve years this September.
1: I don't even remember. It seems you're you've seven. like always been in my life. Yeah. I it, think it's, it's I think
0: it might be set. I start Oh wait, I do remember this. I started grad school in 2007. So we became friends in 2007. So it'll be 7 years. But it seems seven way years. longer.
1: 7 years. Did you already I, I don't seven think lucky. like in in Kobe's podcast you talked about how we met you and how you were at, at that who was like a class and tell the
0: story we were taking a
1: class <laughs> and there was this guy that would raise his hand every 5 minutes and interject and correct the teacher and everybody thought you were the teacher's pet and i thought you were kind of annoying at the beginning i'm like oh can he just shut up but then we became really good friends
0: it's true and i thought that all the all the pretty all the pretty gays weren't going to want to be f- friends with the with the chubby guy.
1: <laughs> I think I think I knew you were going to be my friend when we went to that party. Remember we went to that party in um in the hills and we were having we were not having a good time it was oh, really boring oh, oh, so we decided oh. that each one this story. yeah that each one would steal something from the bar and like <laughs> sneak it out of the party that's how bored we were it was a very boring party so like i like i i think i stole like two ice cubes and then <laughs> our other two friends like i think like one stole like a a can of coca-cola and the other one a glass and then when you were to disclose <laughs> what you had stolen, you had stolen like the biggest <laughs> bottle of absolute vodka or something like It was that. like an extra large full. I knew that I full. would like I I knew that I would like you. Like I think like that's what cemented our friendship. I was like, Oh, I like this guy.
0: <laughs> that is true. Wasn't that was it Matt Herman's party or his friends? I don't even remember. No, it was a like a friend of a
1: friend that invited us. It was us. a very
0: boring, like it was LA. super boring. Yeah let's be seen. I remember
1: it had like a valet parking.
0: Yeah. Which I get now that I have, well, you live in the Hills. If you had a party, um, you would have to have a valet parking, but yeah, your parties are way funner. I know they're fun. They are fun, but
1: maybe like you get all naked. (laughs) Do people know that? that... Do people know that you Hi, just Mom. get crazy? I don't get... This was Hi, Mom. years ago. Hi, Mom Mar. Yes. <laughs> he got so crazy and gets naked and starts running around. That
0: was because... That's why I don't smoke... That's why I don't do potty. That was like my third and final time to ever try marijuana. It does not work well for me.
1: Yeah, you got crazy. It does not.
0: It makes me paranoid, so... And nobody wants to see... Of course, none of you pretty ones, but with abs, got naked, but whatever. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is going to be, I, for, I didn't realize, I forgot, you probably know, you're, the, everyone, this is my friend who probably knows my dirty secrets the most of all. So hopefully this show doesn't get X-rated. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, so, okay, so, and we met, which people should know that we met because we were taking that training class for... The Trevor Project, uh, which tell everybody what the Trevor Project is. So the
1: Trevor Project is a national, it's called a national lifeline for, um, at the the time it was for uh, questioning, it was like questioning youth. I think that's what they used to call it. Yeah, that's kind of what we explained it to be. Nowadays is for youth in general that are in crisis. They can actually call the Trevor line with whatever problem they have. It's interesting because when we started, I think the issue, the main issue or the the typical call that we got was the kid that lives in the South, his parents are religious, and he is gay and wants to come out. It was like all about like being gay and lesbian. Um, throughout the years, it became more... I mean I volunteered there for a really long time. Like five you were the years. longest. Yeah, I was think I longest.
0: did four or three. You did.
1: But throughout the years it was interesting because it became more about transgender issues. Like it, it it clearly shifted. Um it wasn't the the calls from gay kids that we got were more yes, there were definitely calls about uh, people experiencing uh, kids experiencing homophobia, but most of the gay kids that call were more like, oh, I have a problem with my boyfriend or or my girlfriend. It was more like, you know, gays being more accepted, and the people that called uh, in crisis were more transgender youth, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I remember, too, when we first, it was a lot of coming out at first yeah. and accepting, and then towards a lot of, it was a lot of about cutting. A lot of kids were cutting more. I remember right. those calls, yeah, which was good. I learned a lot about that, and
1: no it was good it was a good, a good way to give back I think it was it was it just
0: it was you know then you move on and do other things that's right it's hard when you quit something you volunteer for because you feel like you're quitting them but the same but then you find something else that you give so yeah. if you're out there people give back in any way so but you know make sure you enjoy it um I feel like I just told people to quit charity <laughs> <laughs> don't do that uh, <laughs> Oh, but uh, but all right Well speaking of And so that Oh The reason I'm glad you brought that up too Because I don't want people to think Well I just have my friends on the show Because I just have my friends Because sometimes I kind of do But I also try to have somebody Either that's a performer Or an actor Or someone who Like that's how we met Was literally Helping people through stuff Answering their questions Giving them advice And so I just think you're I
1: thought it was here Because I'm like your best best friend <laughs> Well that too <laughs> But because, you know, okay,
0: because you give good advice, you do. Um, all right. So let's jump into it. The first question. This is a long question. All okay. right. This is from Lynn, um, a female, and she is age 27. Dear Maddie, love the show. Thank you, Lynn. I appreciate it. Uh, Would like your advice on if I should do anything about a slight crush I'm having on my roommate's brother background. My roommate and I have been friends since we were 10. Her older brother... Oh, wait. Let me say this again. Sorry. My roommate and I have been friends since we were 10, but her older brother, who's 28, was always kind of a bad boy. And I'm sort of a straight-laced Christian. So even though I always thought he was cute and I never thought further than that, I went to college and moved away and just moved back to the area a few months ago and moved in with my friends. So now I'm seeing him around more. He is very handsome, but also he's really getting his life on track. He was in rehab for drugs a few years ago and has been sober ever since. He attends church regularly and is working hard on his career. I love his parents and his sister, obviously, so I'm afraid of messing up that currently great dynamic. Plus, he started seeing somebody. He hasn't been in a serious relationship in forever, so I figured this wouldn't last based on his track record. But my friend says he's starting to fall for this girl, so maybe I should Just butt out. It's not like I know I'm in love or anything like that. I'm just wondering if there's a possible future there. Tell me what to do. Also, my friend has no idea I like her brother, and I have no intention of telling her. One time, she made a joke like we should marry each other's brothers, and I said no way. If anything, she probably thinks I definitely do not like him romantically. Help, Lynn, age 27. Okay, well, first of all, Lynn, she knows you like her brother. I'm sorry. Women are intuitive, don't you think? I think she would. Yeah, I
1: definitely think that. I definitely think that she knows about Yeah. If you she's and your
0: roommate and really good friend, she knows you want to get in his pants.
1: Right. And for a long time, I mean, I think that, I mean, from what I'm reading in between lines, even though I know you've always been a straight laced Christian, it definitely seems that you've always liked him, even when he was a bad boy.
0: Yeah. And, oh, a bad boy who turns good, boy, there's nothing hotter than that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm dreaming for. <laughs> So what do you think? Go ahead. What do you think with Len? Do you have anything um, to say?
1: I don't know. I mean, like, on the one hand, I would say, hey, you know, back off a little bit. See if he gets serious with that girl. And and but then on the other hand, I would say, you know, sit down with him. Kind of express what you feel or invite him on a date or be a little bit more proactive and make your feelings. known. I don't think you have to involve um, his uh, sister in any of this because I think it's between you and him. So, you know, I'm just. Like, I agree with that. I just look, want to say I I'm, I'm usually that. like I'm usually and this is people are different, but I'm usually kind of like grabbing the bull by the horns. Like if you truly like somebody, I feel that there's nothing more liberating than actually going and saying, "Hey, I like you. Would love to go out and drink a, a cup of coffee or or have a drink," and then. You set your intentions and, of course, not take personally if that person says no or, um, or yeah, if that person says no, like, don't take that personally. But you at least try and that's it. Um, If you do decide to go that route, don't start thinking in your head, you know, like, oh, my God, he's going to be the father of my children. This is it you know like go there without any expectations and Mm -hmm. kind of express what you feel and say hey like i've known you for a really long time but i feel that i'm attracted to you i would love to go out on a date um if that's a possibility that's great if not let's just keep it as friends and move on so anyway no i I think that's i think that that's what i would do
0: yeah I, i agree with well all of that um I do think you don't need to tell your your roommate right now. I I mean, you can if you want, but I think you hit on a great point that if you do end up getting in a relationship with Hottie Brother, you get married or whatever, your relationship is going to be about you and him, not about you and him and his sister. So just start off on the right foot. If you like him, you go talk to him. You express to him. You don't need to involve his sister in any of that. So I like that was dead on.
1: And I definitely think, I mean... In my experience, and you know, like this is very personal, but there's nothing sexier than a person that truly has, you know, like it's securing themselves enough to come up and say, Hey, I like you. Let's go out for a drink or something. I mean, I think yeah. that's super sexy. And um,
0: I yeah. agree with, the, I totally 100% agree with it. It's hard to do, but it's I hard, think. Yeah. I think for you, Lynn, I think you want to, you want us to tell you to do it or not because you're worried about it affecting your relationship with your roommate. And what if it goes south? Well, I, I, I can't make you feel any better about that because you could end up dating this guy and it could go terrible, um, or it could go great. And that's kind of the beauty about when you like someone and you take a risk is that when it pays off, you're so grateful you took the risk. I think it's
1: Right, it's, but I would—I wouldn't even think about like what happens, of, like the y- yeah, future. Exactly. Like I would only concentrate on saying, like, okay, I am gonna invite him for a cup of coffee. Yeah, and that's then, what like, I was see gonna what say it too. Or, Just
0: take it know. like as it is right now, and right. yeah, and just you know, good luck. Yeah, just um, you know, do it. Get on that handsome train. Don't talk to your, his sister about it. Your sex life, if it happens. (laughs) But, Lynn, write us and let us know. So, but, oh, and to answer, I just want to, you said, should I not say something because he's dating someone? Obviously, like you said, I love that. It's almost like, this is totally like, people talk about, you know, gay people or lesbian, whatever, trans people, they have to come out about something. Everybody comes out about something in their life all the time, Lynn. So, this is exactly that. You just need to, like, come out and as. A self-help person from the 1984 would say, "Live your truth, <laughs> live your truth." Um, but seriously, just tell him, and and then, and if he's really falling in love with that girl, he'll say sorry. And who knows if it doesn't work out? I mean, like you said, you just you got to live for the day In some cases, and this is definitely that. Anyway, I won't, I won't beat the donkey. That's not the same. Beat the whole beat the dead horse right yeah beating a dead horse whatever i'm terrible with saints all right um i love this question (laughs) i and i should have looked this up because i don't fully know (laughs) it says dear dear maddie someone called me a lumber sexual the other day what the fuck is that this is from jimbo oh my god jimbo Jimbo,
1: you're super (laughs) hot Jimbo does
0: sound super hot. Jimbo
1: 29. Jimbo um, 29. Lumber sexual. Mm. That
0: means somebody can wear a plaid shirt, right?
1: Is that his grinder profile? Jimbo 29.
0: <laughs> we don't even know if he's... I'm assuming he's not gay if he doesn't know what a lumber sexual is.
1: Right. <laughs> Who knows, though?
0: I feel like lumber the new... What was the one that they used to call? Metro,
1: so, metrosexual was, lumbersexual is kind of the opposite of metrosexual. Oh, that's a good it, way of putting yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, like, it's it's interesting how these things come and go, right? So, for a time, metrosexual was kind of the guy that really took care of themselves and, you know, trimmed everywhere and...
0: Had uh, face cream face and all ice Face
1: creams, exactly sexual is kind of a man's man. It's kind of you know like usually lumbersexual guys have like beard uh, or facial hair, uh, and like it's l- not those l- mustaches. It's a full-on beard. No, like right? a full-on beard. Uh, they're you know not like super skinny. They're definitely you know like fit, but not like extremely like that marked so that you can see every single muscle in their body. Either it's just. Um, yeah, they're like you know corn fed, build, corn build. Fed, fed, You just um, you can
0: imagine them, Jimbo, a lumbersexual, somebody you can imagine somebody that with smells like a man, somebody somebody that, that smells you, like, like a man. Yeah,
1: like you go near and they have like this musk, like yeah. Mm.
0: Do we, Do you need a cigarette right now? I don't. <laughs> I think I do, and I don't even smoke. Um, but yeah, you could just walk into a forest and. Just that you imagine them chopping wood and so and chopping yeah. wood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so somebody that would not necessarily like wear cologne. You know what I mean? Like somebody would that would.
0: Yes, they're just more of like, a, yeah. I mean, they're, it,
1: they're like a guy's guy. Yeah, like, and they're you know like they're handsome and yeah. I think that's like a really good thing to be called a lumberjack. And I
0: think they that. can be gay or straight. That's not a, that, they it. That it doesn't be gay or straight. Yeah, yeah, it's a
1: and they're not like hipster. Like it's not like they're a hipster. Because no. They're, they can, like, basically, like, go out and, like, you know, chop wood and, like, build a fire kind of thing. If you get the picture. Mm, and then we love I ring the
0: dinner bell and he comes and he eats, he eats the cornbread I made for me. And then he picks me up from our dining room table and carries me to our hay bed. And we make <laughs> pioneer love. Right? Is that what happens?
1: Hey-mom-mar. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pioneer love. Um, I'm going to hashtag the Pioneer Woman on that one. I love that show. It um, has nothing to do with that. But uh, it's interesting how there is like, – there's always – I don't know. We just – it's so odd. I mean, it's fun. I think it's funny and creative the way we lump people into to the little categories. Right. But I, I, I don't know. I wonder, like, what's next for yeah. –
1: Especially the gay community. I think the gay community does that more, and then you know we apply those terms to the yeah because
0: we have community. bears and twinks and wolves yeah. and otters and all this. Yeah. I work
1: up. out like I work out with with a bunch. Like, they're all straight guys. Nicholas
0: is in a CrossFit club. Everybody, Nicholas it's a is cult. In a, he's in a CrossFit cult. It's a cult. It is a cult.
1: Oh my god, CrossFit is a cult. It's so annoying.
0: Do you eat paleo? I you eat do, paleo. don't you? I
1: eat paleo. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I he even brought great, his though. dinner. Yeah. I you
0: need a break? Dinner. No. What did you say?
1: That it feels great to oh. eat paleo. <laughs>
0: so when is the last time you ate a carb?
1: No, no, no. I have a cheat meal like every every Saturday. I go and eat a burger and fries like in different restaurants in LA. I like I'm I'm in the the search for the best burger. Oh, and the best fries. What is your
0: so, best burger so far?
1: Stout. Where's Stout? Stout is next to the Arc Light in Hollywood.
0: Okay. Best fries.
1: Um, I think they have pretty good fries, but In-N-Out's fry. I love in n out fries. You do.
0: Yeah. You do, you do. But you've been in CrossFit for...
1: Yeah, it's, yeah.
0: And I have to say, it's totally changed his body. I mean, he was thin before, but now he has, like, Superman chest. It's weird. uh,
1: (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but no, to the point is, like, these guys were like, oh, like, they love to play the game. If I were gay, what would I be? Like, they, they oh ask God. me that question, like, every month. They're like, if I were gay, like, what would I be? Like, would I be a bear? Would I be a silver fox? Would I be um, do you a think twink? They,
0: do you think they would ever, like, get drunk and let me do
1: stuff with them? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I can invite them over.
0: <laughs> do you have any black guys at CrossFit?
1: Um, I think I have one. But don't you have one right now? No. Oh, okay. No. But- <laughs> No, <laughs> no,
0: sadly. All right, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Jimbo. We just made this about me, but yeah. it is my show. All right, so next question Lumber Sexuals. Um, dear Maddie, I'm in a predicament. I moved into my new place. Well, this is about roommates, this show. Hmm. Dear Maddie, I'm in a predicament. I moved into my new place with my roommate in September. I knew he liked to smoke pot, but I didn't realize that is. At all times when he is home. I don't have e- any deep seated issues with this, as it is his life and not mine. But I, do not want, but I want to be able to bring friends, family members, etc. over whenever and not have to worry about if my condo smells like a skunk. I want him to either do it in a non-common space or outdoors. But when the subject has been tiptoed around before, it has not been well-received. How can I approach this subject with him? It seems only fair to me since we both live here. Thanks for your help. And this is from Clint, age 28. I mean, hmm. look... If you're paying rent, you're paying to speak up. I, I just think. Absolutely. Say, you said earlier, take the bulls by the horns. Um, uh, I mean, look, I and you, you didn't say in this, if, this um, if your roommate's your really good friend. But even if it is or not, so I just want to say that if they are someone you've known for a while and you're like, oh, what are they going to think? Look, you just need to say. That's like. Look, that's first of all, too. If you're not into pots, I wouldn't want to be around somebody who smoked pot all the time because I know pot is like people think pot is like healthier than cigarettes and all that. And it probably is. I don't know anything about it. But it's still secondhand smoke of any kind. It's not good for your lungs. And I don't want to be in a place where I'm inhaling secondhand smoke. Like you should go to a common area. You know, if they're drinking by themselves all day, that's different. That's not affecting your health. But secondhand smoke, that's.
1: I agree. I mean, like, you need to live in a place, like, I mean, you work, I mean, usually people work, you know, most of the day, and then they're outside, you know, like, running errands, and then your home is, yeah, your home is your temple, and you want to go home and be comfortable in your home. So, you'd really need to speak out and tell him that, you know, this current arrangement is not working. And by the way, there's, I mean, I'm not a pot smoker, but I know pot smokers in my life and there is there are actually mechanisms uh and ways to smoke pot where you're not like it just doesn't there's no smoke basically there's like this oh, yeah. electrical well, yeah like there's it's this, legal in like, california so right, tons and, of like, people Exactly there's electrical. this like there's, electrical thing like there's pot connected candy. to uh, there's pot candy: there's that's what made thing. me get
0: naked in that pool. yeah no
1: kidding <laughs> <laughs> there's this uh it's like a vaporizer, so it actually and it actually doesn't smell, and like it has a battery, so anyway, I mean there's you know tons of ways to smoke pot and, yeah, so and that if he there's wants- like no. I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. And if it's all about he wants to smoke pot and watch TV or something like that, well, then he can get a TV in his room. It's not that (laughs) – you know, it's like uh, you just – look, there's just – I don't know. Maybe because I'm 35, so once you get older, you give less fucks. Yeah. Once you
1: get older, you're like, fuck the shit. I'm just going (laughs) to like tell him how it is. Tell him how it is. I mean, of course, there's diplomatic ways of saying things, but –
0: and if he's a and if he's a dick about it, then guess find what? If it, yeah, and it's not if he find the way. I really the more old the older I get, I'm more. I'd rather because I've had not so many, but I've had several friendships. You know that you go along, go along, you don't speak up, and then one day it's like shit hits a volcano. Fan. Yeah. Yes, just find out if it's going to be a problem for him to communicate from the beginning. And this could be that opportunity that shows you, oh, this guy doesn't like to talk about shit, and he's an asshole, I need to move on. Right. That was, bam. That was silly. We just zipped bam, through that boom. one. Look at that. Right. Bam. We are flying through yeah. this episode. Um, well, well, we only have one more question. So okay. I love this question.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this
0: is, first of all, this is uh from Candace who is 12 years old. Candace, you should not be listening to my show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Candace. <laughs> Why speak restricted yes. You? XXX?
1: Yes. Why?
0: <laughs> this says explicit on iTunes. Why the hell are you listening to my show, Candace? So either your parents are very liberal and they don't care. Um but I don't know. Anyway, just sorry, let's, Candace. let's answer her, her <laughs> yes, question. I'm just sorry, yeah. Candace. I'm like, oh Lord. Okay, so Candace's question is this is a, the sweetest question ever. Should I practice kissing on my hand before I kiss my boyfriend, or is that just dumb? That is
1: so. That is the sweetest question. That is When was your it, first it, kiss? Um, when what, what what age were you? And my what, was how was it?
0: Thirteen. It was okay. with. Uh, I just talked about her on another episode. Uh, oh. well, we're still friends. I've, with my friend Lene. Beard, and uh, she's was a really was good it, kiss. Like, was, yeah, but like,
1: how was the kit Like, was it planned? Was it like it was I'm a dare? It was truth or dare, oh, was dare, and it was a
0: dare. Okay. And I remember, I they said I was like, oh, who gives a shit? And so I leaned over and kissed her. And
1: and did you need practice for that? I mean, like, had you ever imagined like kissing somebody? Oh
0: yeah, and I feel like anybody who says they doesn't, and I totally practiced kissing on my hand. Full on admit it.
1: Oh really? Oh yeah,
0: because. My brother was like, my brother like he came out of the womb like th- ready to like do it with girls. He was like he was the horniest little thing ever.
1: Yeah, your brother got like all the testosterone in your family. Uh, yeah, not that he did, and I,
0: I got all the estrogen. It's true. <laughs> um, so, um, so yeah, Brian really, my brother, he was uh, he was like kissing girls in like fifth grade and all like really like young. With tongue, yes, and oh he would God. tell me like be like he would be like kiss a girl and he'd be like oh she was like a motor mouth bubba and i was like <laughs> what's a motor mouth like i don't even know what that is and and he'd be like oh she's a biter i'm like what's a biter i don't he's like oh she bit my lip and i'm like what are you talking so like i already was a uh, well skilled right for um kissing um style so um um so i think that um i was just and my friends and i talked about it too a little bit i think girls probably talk about it more guys talk about it less so i was actually grateful i had my brother but yeah i was 13 years old it was a very nice kiss um and she, it still i mean it was a kiss with a girl and i still thought it was a great kiss so she's a good kisser right but uh it was sweet how what was yours
1: yeah mine was i was 15 years old and i was dating this her name was sylvia and she had like really like i remember her lips were like really full latino lips kind of thing mm-hmm. and we were in my living room and then it just happened and it was really like it it felt really good i had not practiced like on my hand or anything but it was just, it was just great it was sweet and it was just great and i think kissing comes from like the you know like your kissing style or whatever it's i, I think it's kind of in innate to you right i think so I yeah how, like, and yes yes i think it is i, mean, I think you can, you can practice on a mirror on your hand or whatever but it's I... also the chemistry of the other person yes. it's
0: cuz i will say i practiced on not all the time but when i did practice on my hand um candace when i did kiss my first kiss or then i didn't think about all the practicing i had done it just right. it came natural it happened. Right? I will, yes i mean And honestly, yes, you feel free, I think, obviously talk to your parents about this kind of thing if you want. But honestly, maybe I shouldn't give this advice. But I'm like, talk to your other girlfriends. Because I think all, I think, Candace, unless you have friends that, I don't think you're going to have friends that make fun of you. If you don't feel safe, don't talk to them. But I feel like this is like one, it's just kissing. So it's not like any, it's not about sex or anything like that. I think this is one of those safe things that you do kind of talk to your friends and be like, like I remember like when I, Boy, we're getting there. I remember when I first started giving myself wristies. Like that's something you talk about.
1: Wristies.
0: You know when you first started masturbating. A wristie. Like that's what right in the south. Like it's no, that's actually south. a Paul Gordon term. Oh my god. Dear Maddie episode, I think six, and he's from Philly. He's like, oh, you give a wristie. Oh, I remember. And I, I was like, what's that a wristie? Um, but I remember that was something like my other like guy friends. You would kind of joke about it, you would talk, and you talk. You're like, you do that, and they're like, yeah, I do you? And you're like, yeah. And it just makes you feel less normal or less weird you feel kind of more
1: when I gave myself my first wristy uh-huh. <laughs> and you know stuff came up I mean I was kind of a late bloomer because I was like probably most people 14, think they broke it 14 or 15 oh my god like I thought it was like I'm like what just happened I'm gonna have to go and like <laughs> to tell the my doctor mom. <laughs> and it was like at night and I was like I'm gonna go and wake her up because what just happened Because I didn't know that that's what's supposed to happen. (laughs) And I was like going to her and say like, oh my God, I think I'm sick. But then I kind of like put two and two together and I'm like, oh my God, that is what it looks like.
0: So obviously you didn't talk a lot about sex in your house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We did, but like in the general terms. Oh, see, my brother talked. This is what happened. But like not, like I never (laughs) thought that, you know, that kind of thing would happen.
0: Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, my parents were pretty. They both we talk too much. Yeah.
1: Like once that happened, like I remember, like, like my my yeah, my sheets were like starched. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then once you're on it, you're like, right. this is the best thing ever. Right? Exactly. Exactly. You're, like on that. You <laughs> so, got like, a
0: high. You know, can't walk right. for like three days because you're just rough. so. It, oh my god! This yeah, twelve year olds listening. Oh yeah. yeah, I just we just realized at twelve. Well, whatever, Candace. Um. So yes, kissing actually can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just think my only advice for you is. Wait on tongue. Don't get too tonguey. That's the only thing I could think yeah. of. Just
1: be. Just like peck maybe at the yeah. beginning and then like wait for that like yeah. guy that you truly like and then, you know, like make out with them.
0: Yes. Because like I will. I, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like when, you know, there you're in there like a, hmm. in a forest with a lumber sexual. With a lumber sexual. Yes. But I will say this, candidates, you can, you only get your first kiss once. So and it's not, a really good memory, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean it's, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, and it's something you will remember for the rest of your life. So I mean it's kinda of different when you're gay because you have gay first you have the first when like girl kiss and then kiss? face gay kiss. I don't first even kiss.
1: remember my gay first kiss. Um maybe it wasn't that special.
0: My like my first gay kiss was I was nine was I a freshman in college? It was college. It was with my first boyfriend. The first boyfriend, so... Yeah.
1: Oh my God, my first... I just remember, my first gay kids... So there was... I mean, as you know, I grew up in Bogotá, and there was this store. Bogotá's um, in
0: Colombia for Columbia. dumb Americans yeah, that exactly. don't know anything I'm about South geography. <laughs> <laughs> or dumb North Americans, yes.
1: No, no, no. Everybody knows where Colombia is. So anyway, so there was a store in Bogotá which was owned by this like gay guy, which everybody knew that was gay. And like the rumor was that if you flirted with the guy... Like, you would get, like, free shirts and lip pants and, like, free stuff. So I was like, oh, like, well, I'm going to go and get a free shirt. But, like, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, well, he's, like, the only gay guy that I know. How are you? I know that they're, like, they're gay. So, I don't know. I was, like, actually, I was, like, like, late in life. Like, probably, like, like. 18, 17? Yeah, probably, like, 19, something like that. So I went there, and I, like, flirted with a guy, and then I made out, and then I got my free shirt.
0: <laughs>
1: Please tell me you
0: still have the shirt.
1: uh No, it was a horrible shirt. I mean, I remember <laughs> it. Clearly. I would have and never so. gotten
0: rid of that shirt though, just because that's yeah. a great. St- that's one of the best first kiss stories I think I've
1: ever heard. That's yeah,
0: that's great. That makes me want to ask people at the end of Chatty Maddie what was their first kiss like. Right, but I know that maybe we'll one. But um, so all right, candace I hope that helps. So. Boy, we got off track on that one. Yeah. But that's all right. We talked about us. But that's okay. We. I mean, we are like barreling through it. This is the shortest show I've ever. We. Uh. Well, this is Nicholas. Nicholas is that person. He doesn't talk around shit. He, t- Like you say, you take the bull by all the horns and you just do it. <laughs> so I remember, yeah, it's really. You know what? Oh, this isn't a question. Mm-hmm. But this is something that you've told me that I think helped me come out of my shell. Right. Because, you know you've seen the process of me as far as having confidence and you know when you move to la i don't look like all the other weho boys not that i'm job of the hud or anything but you know i um i hate working out it's a problem but tell everybody that you do when you first you have a boyfriend now for uh, well you and robin together what five years six no years? six years six yeah. years maybe we've been friends eight whatever
1: we're, yeah we've definitely yeah we, we were like your like two years friends. yeah first, i think it's then, eight years yeah.
0: but so you and rob did a long time and um but before i you know was, we would all go out in the single scene and that kind of stuff um our like little gay sex in the city version but uh what um you had a thing about like dating and being turned down in points yeah. And I love that. And yeah. so just for people, if you're having trouble getting out there right now, you're having trouble dating, yeah. um, just listen to this. I love this this approach. It was helpful yeah. for me.
1: Well, when I started, I mean, I came out in Boston and I dated in Boston. And dating in Boston was very, very different because I felt people were more approachable in social situations. So <laughs> in bars and people would actually come up to talk to you and – when I moved to L.A., unfortunately, I thought people were more standoffish. So for a really long time, I was like, oh, unless they come and talk to me, I'm not going to Which talk I think to they them.
0: are more standoffish to some extent.
1: Right, right. So for the longest time, I was like, yeah, like if they don't come and talk to me, I'm not going to talk to them. So, you know, like you would spend like a whole night, uh, you know, looking at a person, the person looking at you back, but they're not coming. Like you're like coming to talk to you. <laughs> you're not going to talk to <laughs> Sorry, them. yeah, You got to clarify yeah. with our last conversation. There you go. Um, so you would just spend like nights and nights like that like without taking action So anyway so one day I said okay so I'm gonna play like the rejection game so I am going to um, I'm gonna ask and come you know ask the for the phone number of every single person or every single guy um, that I like um, so if I see a guy that I like in the supermarket I am gonna, um, establish a conversation with them and then I'm going to ask for their phone number so that we can go out and, and take, you know, for coffee or whatever. And uh, if that person rejects me, then I'm going to get a point. And I would say like, okay, so every point is a dollar or every point is XYZ. And then at the end, I'm just going to buy myself like a huge price because for sure I'm going to get rejected. Um for me it was really you got interesting. Got no, you because got no like I got like very little I got no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um I got really very little point and I got a lot of dates out of it. I mean, wow. of people that you know, people that some were really cool, some were not that that cool or anything, but it really took the fear of rejection out of me.
0: Well, I think you I think that's great and I think you hit it on it earlier. I think it's hard. Don't give me. You're like, oh God, what's somebody going to say? But the worst thing they can say is no. And then you literally, it might hurt your ego for, and once you get used to it, it hurts your ego for like all of like five or 10 seconds and then you move on. But right. it's like, it, it, what, what's it going to hurt at all to do right, that? It's right. not going to hurt anything, but I'm, it's going to hurt right. more to be sulking.
1: Right, exactly. And I think like, of course, gay guys, because of the process that they have to go through. um, Yes, like we hurt maybe a little bit more just because we've been, you know, like rejected throughout life, etc, etc. So another rejection, you know, like can hurt. Um, One of the things that I did learn, you know, when I was dating was, um, and I learned it, because I was doing it um, was that I would go on a date, and before going out on a date, I would imagine my life with that person. I would be like, I I would basically like buy the china, like know where we were gonna (laughs) live, know what cars each person would drive. Like I would make up like this huge, huge story. So basically, I would have a whole relationship with that person even before having like the first cup of coffee with them. Mm -hmm. And oh my god, that was such a huge mistake. That's a lot of pressure put on somebody who doesn't know you, right? Exactly. So. You know, for many dates, like, yeah, like, it would not work out because it was, like, a lot of pressure. I'm sure they would sense it, and it was, like, awkward, and it was, like... And then I would be devastated because I it was like I was divorcing uh, somebody um, after their first mm. uh, cup of coffee kind of thing. So one of the things that I truly, truly learned is that when you go out to that first cup of coffee, like, there's no expectations. It's like going to a job interview. You're basically... Gathering information and collecting data of that person who you might like or who you might not like. And then at the end of that first date, you always ask your question. "Is like, hey, would I go on a second date with that person? That is the qualifier for the second and Not date. will they go on a second a not, date
0: with me, but will right. I go? Would I go on Remember, a second date with, with that person? Remember, you're interviewing them for the job.
1: Exactly. And you say like yes or no and then you decide and you go kind of like date by date, you know, at the beginning. But I think if you put a lot of pressure – At the beginning on, you know, this person is it, this is my soulmate, this is – then it's just – I don't know. I think Good luck with that. Yeah, good luck with that.
0: That's going to be hard. Oh, good. Well, good, good, good. I'm glad we brought that up. I love that. Um, All right. So – oh, I I forget. I mean to talk to people before and see what they want to talk about, but I forgot. So now it's time for Celebrity Shit the Bed. Oh, okay. So this is where we talk about, you know, things in pop culture. Is there something that has happened recently that you want to discuss? Is there something, something celebrity or something that happened in the news or something that's happened in politics or something that's happening in I don't know and um, um, CrossFit.
1: No, <laughs> no, in politics I'm not going to say anything because okay. like you guys always like you guys always make fun of me like <laughs> like you guys like all say that I'm like Republican conservative or whatever. Just because I say that, I'm independent, and I don't know, like, who I'm going to vote or anything. You do so, Anyway, so. No, I can we'll, relate to that. We wouldn't do, do politics, because I know you're all, like.
0: I would vote more for a person if, if I didn't think all Democrats and Republicans are kind of dumb. But anyway. I feel like everybody's kind of dumb. That's what I, I feel mean. like, like, like they're for you, kind of dumb. Like,
1: like, to dedicate, like, to really, like, go out there and become, like, a politician, like, for your she life. Knows. I think that's, like, I mean, you have to be effed up in the head.
0: I know, like I just read that Mitt Romney is probably going to run again, and I'm like, that was so, that was so hard on him the first time. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he went through so much bad press and bullshit. Did you I'm like, see the,
1: like one of the things that you know, like I saw, you know, on Netflix that movie heart. called Mitt. It's like no, i good. I was like, oh my god, like I truly, like I truly, like I like you, like I saw your human side. Like, why didn't you show this in in the election? You might have like actually done better uh not that i agree on the issues that he was uh proposing but i'm talking about but you're like oh my god like you're human like you're it was just like yeah like i saw his human side yeah but uh yeah no i think like politicians should be the you know like you take a year off from your work or something go and do something for for the country and then come back to your work and then live your life but to be a politician forever woof
0: I know. I just, you know, I just like, I very rarely, I don't try to post pol- political stuff. I mean, I post gay rights stuff, but to me, that's not politics. To me, that's just right or wrong. Right. right, I feel right, like I that's like civil yeah. rights. Um, But I don't try to post politics because, you know, I'll have my California people and then my Oklahoma people and they're very different usually. Right. Um, But I did post how like, cause I felt like it just was incredulous to me. It was so funny. I literally was talking to my mom. My mom works for the IRS, and we were talking, Mm -hmm. and she's kind of a biggie big in the IRS. And she was talking about how, like, and I just asked her. I said, you know, usually, you know, when Republicans take over the House or whatever, usually then – government stuff gets cut because, you know, they believe in smaller government. And I said, are you worried or anything? She's like, well, normally yeah, you know, that would be a concern but it's already, we're cut, we're slashed so much anyway. She was telling me just like how they're going to be having furlough days probably already this year, which if you don't know what a furlough day is, that's where they get, they're told to go home and they don't get paid for the day. Um, And they can't take vacation. So that was happening. And then it was the same day, I, I posted on my Facebook, but something that like the of course congress gave themselves a raise again like this is the richest congress we've ever had like and the i mean just and it goes through democrats and republicans they just have such a god-awful amount of money and i thought how are these people in touch with what the what's going on with the rest of the country i don't think they are but
1: not only that like what would you know like what surprises me is that you know like you have these people that maybe are not rich like they're you know like the store manager of your town or you know maybe i mean they're they're just not not rich they go to congress in congress they don't make you know that much money in terms of salary but suddenly everybody's rich like super super rich i'm like how did you get so rich that's a good your point. salary is actually, let's say, one hundred and twenty thousand dollars or whatever. Yeah, like you shouldn't be a, like you're definitely not getting rich rich through your salary. How the f are you so rich now? Um, that's like always my question. Makes yeah, anyway, you wonder where it's coming about, from. Let's just talk about so we just culture. talked about we yeah. just talked. Let's talk about Britney. <laughs> oh my
0: god! No, oh my we just god, talked you about were politics. So into Britney before. Ugh, I do. I are still you love still, Britney. Like, are you still, do you still love her? I do love her. Okay. I love her for what she was and what she will always be. And what she always won't be. I okay. love her for all of that. Um, but what? What did? But well, I not. She's not like you are with Madonna because I know. That, are you? Are you excited about the new Rebel Heart? Do you have it?
1: Um, you still I mean, love like, Madonna, right? Yeah, I do. I do. But I mean, I heard her four. I think she released four of the tracks or something, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hell, like you really love Madonna. You're like I was like, uh
1: I love Madonna in the 80s, I think. It's true. Because, in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, Madonna was like my first cassette tape that oh, I bought, like, oh. like a prayer.
0: See, that's a better one. I did, well, no, mine was pretty good. I think my very, very first one uh, was, uh, well, do you mean that was bought for you or that you were old enough to go and buy?
1: No, that you actually go to the store and okay. pay with your allowance. Okay, or... so
0: my first one, when I was like even so young, was uh, Kylie Minogue. Oh my because god! Because it was look, yeah. look, everybody's doing. Oh I my didn't... god, I love that. Oh my yeah. god, I love that. That was my first. Na, 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 na. That is so. I don't know what's gayer, Kylie Minogue or Madonna.
1: Genesis. I
0: still yeah. love you, Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is Kylie Minogue. We're not giving you any rights for this episode. <laughs>
1: But oh my god people are going to think we're super old. It's oh, we kind of are. We kind
0: of are. <laughs> I, I, I remember doing that and I remember getting the album for Dick Tracy.
1: Cuz oh, it was okay. Madonna and okay, I loved yeah, yeah.
0: but it, that's was super gay because not it, only well, it was Madonna but what I really loved on the CD were the songs written by Stephen Sondheim, which people he's the one that wrote the music to Into the Woods. Oh okay. So Okay. Got it. Um, but what, anyway, what did you want to talk about? No, pop culture? You,
1: like you, you know more about pop culture than I do.
0: I don't. I've been like, you know, there hasn't been anything super interesting to me. What is exciting to me? I'm excited about the new, I don't have it, but cable, but I'm excited about the new Neil deGrasse show who hosts the Cosmos. I'm excited about that show. Um, that's going to be a new late night show. Um, pop culture. Um, what just happened? I mean, we've talked. it.
1: To... what did you see in the supermarket line? Like, don't you peek um, at the? I don't because I
0: feel like it's always Kardashians or it's always
1: oh people losing yeah. weight. How about the Kardashian's dad? Like the je- like oh, the gen- like, just gen- uh, yeah, what's I going on with that? Like, I mean, do you that...
0: think? I'm assuming he's trans, right?
1: I mean, I don't know. Is he or is or is that just a rumor?
0: I mean, when you every time you see pictures of of him or her, I, I don't know what pronouns that. Bruce Jenner is using. I mean, his hair is longer. He's obviously wearing makeup. Like the, um, they have a surgery where you can make your Adam's apple smaller and that's done. I mean, I don't, I've never watched that show. It saddens me that people say he's a freak and like weird, like, That has nothing to do with being trans. Like, he's just a weird person, and then I'm like, oh, hell. And then this person, if they come out as trans, like, you don't want – like, you want the people, like, on Orange is New Black, or I don't know her name. Um, you want them to represent the community, not right. somebody who's – but I guess everybody has crazies, everybody, because all the Kardashians are crazy. Um I don't know. I don't know what – I don't know, maybe he could watch Transparent. Oh, we could talk about Transparent. Do you watch that show?
1: No. I mean, I know it go wanna golden Globe. Yeah, it's
0: on Amazon Prime. Right. So you download but people, it's a really great show. It's very LA. Um, um Rob will probably hate it because he hates everything. He hates everything <laughs> about LA. <laughs> That's Nicholas's boy. He hates everything, like, oh my God. I really like it and it's it's a good like binge watch on a Saturday. It's nice. very um it's super interesting. So the woman that wrote it and created it, Jill Soloway, she—I don't know if she's a lesbian. I don't know. No, her parents. I think parents she's straight, are... but her father came out of yeah. trans.
1: She calls him Mompa Mompa or, or something, something like
0: that. So her father came out late in life, and so this is kind of about her story of her. Fa- and Jeffrey Tambor, rightly so, won the Golden Globe. He's really great in the role. It's and Judith Light plays the ex-wife. So it's a really good cast, and it's just well done. And I like the show because there's parts that you you feel like you're watching Arrested Development, and it's a comedy. And then other parts, you're like watching Six Feet Under, and you're like, this is fucked up. This is really like dramatic and sad. And so it kind of takes you on
1: both of those Roller coasters, yeah. but it's a it's a great show. I mean, I feel that I have an Amazon proud I feel that transgender. <laughs> Thanks. I feel like the transgender issues are now like transgender is the new game
0: We just talked about. It. I I did a show that I'm going to be posting with my friend Todd Ritz, and we had a question come up about trans. I think I've had several. It's like you talked about Trevor. It's just I think people are like, oh, it never was here before, but that's actually not true. I did some. um uh, you know, the summer, uh, the summer camp that I'm working on, we have a blog, and we just posted a thing that actually there's this woman – what was her name? Um, but if oh, – dang it. What was her name? But um, basically she came out in an interview in 1967 and was the first – at the time they called it transsexual, but a first transgender person to have – and she had sexual reassignment surgery. surgery. Yeah. And um, just her talking about the process of what all she had to go through to do that, it was fascinating. And this really isn't. It's not a new thing. It's just a new thing we're talking about, you know. So, um, anyway, it's just, it's good. I think it's just the next, the next frontier. Do you think like our, like so, like my nephews, like when they have kids, like do you think people will just be one day like be. Is it gonna be like in the future hundred years where everybody looks like you can't tell a lot of people if they're a boy or a girl and they just look do you I think that's gonna that. happen? I don't want that. Well Maybe you and I like, love freaking lumber sexuals, so right. I, I love But do you think I mean I, I don't know? I think, that's,
1: I, I think that's like a profound converse, philosophical conversation. But I kind of like that there's, you know, women, men and yeah, like if you choose to be androgynous, whatever, but I think that there's certain I think characteristics there's room for all that that. Are, Right. Like, there's certain characteristics that are, you know, female, and there's certain characteristics that are male, and I don't know. I like, because I like orders, like, I, I like order, I do like the, like, both distinctions. But, what I mean? mean, if somebody came and said, hey, like, I'm in the middle, or I'm this or that. Like,
0: gender variant. Gender, gender variant, variant, or, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, as long as they do their work and are a kind person... I don't, I don't Ooh, care. Ooh,
0: that sounded like Oprah. Do the work. I love Do the it. Work. Do the work. I'm going to hashtag that on the okay. show. Um, well, all right. Um, so we're here with Chatty Matty questions. I made them really small because I don't want to on another okay. piece of paper. So, okay. So five questions. Chatty Matty question. Question one. What's your most memorable childhood smell?
1: Um. Okay. So I would say that it's eucalyptus. Why? Because where I grew up, we had a lot of eucalyptus trees. And, you know, I used to climb them. If I got sick, um, you know, like with uh, sinus infections or whatever, my mom would make us, you know, like would boil eucalyptus leaves in the room and like you would have to smell them. So anyway, it's just like it brings me like really good memories from when I I was Like being taken care of. Of taken care of. And yeah. Oh, that's a nice
0: one. Um, (laughs) All right. Question number two. Alcoholic drink you can't drink because you got drunker than Kuda Brown on
1: it. Oh my God. Um I mean I think I still drink it. <laughs> it's okay. Uh no, but the worst drink for me is actually tequila. Like the cheap tequila.
0: Oh, and you're into tequila again now.
1: But yeah, but like the like the more, you know, refined tequila. But like that Jose Cuervo that we used to drink in college. No. Oh my god, that's just like a no no. I don't I mean, you know, like the the Day before Thanksgiving, you came out with us, I think. Mm-hmm. And we were all crazy, like, shots and, like...
0: I don't know what happened.
1: And as the night progressed, the shots got, like, with, like, cheaper and cheaper tequila. Oh. And they got more expensive, of course, just, like, yeah. bartenders take advantage of the drunk people. Yes. Um, and I would, like, I didn't even know, like, who drove me home, like, what Uber cab drove me home. Or I've never whatever. seen you like, that drunk ever. Oh, my God. I was, like, wasted. You were and then wasted. I called Rob. and. I think I woke up his parents and anyway, <laughs> cause when I get like, when I get drunk, I just got like really like needy for Rob. <laughs> so anyway, that's
0: adorable. And he annoys him, but he also loves it. Yeah, He loves it. All right. Um, number three, when are you most inspired? Um,
1: Okay. So when am I most inspired? Like moments like this, when I'm like with my friends and when I am with people that I can learn from, I think mm. that's when I'm most inspired. So, you know, like when I am with the uh, people I work with, like in a meeting and they're saying something smart that inspires me, uh, when I'm with a friend and they're talking about some difficulty that they have and how they've overcome it or, um, how they're going to ask for help, um, uh, that's when I'm most inspired, I think, in my human interactions day-to-day. Hmm. That's
0: a good one. That's a good one. You're so hard. Okay. Number four, weirdest place you've had sex. Or you can do Celebrity Crush, but I'm not going to let you because you're my best friend, so weirdest place you had sex.
1: Um, the we- <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Celebrity Crush, Chan and Tatum, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, weirdest place that I've had sex. Um. Um. I think it's like a cliche place, though.
0: Well, whatever. Like your an place. alley. An alley.
1: Is that like cliche? Yeah, it's like oh, like I yeah. don't know.
0: Yeah. Like wow. Like in. <laughs> tell the story.
1: Um. <laughs>
0: I'm sure it involved alcohol yeah, as well.
1: Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. Okay. uh No, in an alley. I was. I was younger. Uh, younger and single. Um, and no, I just met this guy, and he was really, really hot, and he had, like, a cowboy hat on. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Super hot. <laughs>
0: Y'all need to understand that, like, if I just say cowboy to Nicholas, his eyes go big, and he goes, ooh. Like, you love cowboys.
1: Definitely. It's a thing. Do you, does
0: Rob have a hat? Do you ever make him wear a hat?
1: Oh, we have a lot of costumes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like we have so many. We have so many. We have a, we have a costume chest. So anyway, we like so I met him. This was an alley. It was it was hot. We like actually like climbed like on a fence to get it wasn't like per se an alley, but like kind of like You uh, climbed a fence to go
0: to like to an area?
1: To that area. That I did was, like, that between once between buildings and it happened and it was I hot. totally
0: did that once. Yeah. Hi mom. Um all right. Question number five, Chatty Maddie. What makes your heart happy?
1: Um, uh, many things. I mean, I think that seeing that my friends are the and the people that I care about are are happy that makes my or are in a good path that makes my heart happy. The second thing that makes my heart happy is justice. Like when justice is done, you know, like when there's like an injustice. and you are an you are an attorney. Time, you are an attorney for you a really really stuff. long time, and then suddenly you know, we have gay marriage, like, that makes my heart happy when, you know, we get what, you know, like, or, or, or there's justice served, so.
0: Gay okay, marriage is like, phew, going gangbusters. It's yeah, marriage a, it's, is like, dumb. I did not it's think like, this would be this quick. I mean,
1: do you think this was, was going to be in our lifetime? I was looking the other day. Yes, at, I did think it would be in our lifetime. Oh, really? Because I never, like, growing up, I, like, never thought, oh, I'm going to be, or I'll have the possibility. No, not growing up. Of, like being married but like
0: four years ago i would have said oh it'll happen when i'm like 50
1: oh my god after prop 8 i like we were devastated yeah right I mean, like we that went, was, out, like, at we that went out and like we i mean like we went out in so many uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. protests but after prop 8 i was like okay this is not gonna happen we're not gonna see this happening
0: do you remember that story remember listening to the, ne- the message from my nephew
1: Yes. I'm, like, okay, I I'm tell still story. Remember, yeah. I, I got a little teary story. just thinking oh about Oh, my it. God. Yeah, that's so, so cute.
0: my youngest nephew, Cody Ray, I mean, he's such, they call him Tank. He's this big, huge, like, 12, 13-year-old. And but
1: preface the conversation with the fact that start. for Prop 8, we had all of our friends that actually, you had come to my house. Oh, yes. And we had been following the election results, like, all night. I mean, like, I think we went to like like at six in the morning yeah. because we still had hope. We could not understand why in hope, California, yes. such a liberal state, Prop 8 would win.
0: So yeah, if you don't know what Prop 8 is, I can't help you. Read the news because it was everywhere. But yeah, right. we thought people would vo- vote no on proper, in, right. on Proposition 8 and um, people voted yes in California which basically wanted to make uh, uh, an amendment, right? Uh, yeah. It, yeah, for gay marriage. Redefine marriage, blah, marriage, blah, blah, blah. So, but, yeah, we were at your house, and we were just like, "We've got to go. I mean, it was literally the good thing about that, as a white man who was once classified straight, I'd never experienced discrimination, and then, when I came out, suddenly, I was in a minority because when you're right. gay, you're a minority right, and um I didn't experience that, and then, with prop A with literally my right just or my just for my country saying that for me to just turn to someone and and call them my husband was against the law. I've never felt so – and at the same time, too, that was when in Oklahoma, like 94% of the state passed uh, an amendment against gay marriage. And if you're listening to that and you voted yes to do that, you're an asshole. Sorry, but you're an asshole and you're wrong. Um, But – I literally, I told my mom, she didn't get it. I told her the next day, I said, I just feel like people in the country hate me. Yeah, She's like, no, horrible. that's not, I yeah, no, think you're overreacting. I'm like, no, I get it now what African-American, and uh, just go, go do the list. I get that now, what it feels like somewhat. It's a similar experience. I'm not comparing my experience, right. but boy, it feels terrible. It feels terrible. And so anyway, we went to this bar. Um, We were even too depressed to even really drink, but I remember we were like, let's at least go. And, um... I got a message on my phone. I said, I just want to listen to this message. And I listened to this voicemail. I still have it. And I said, okay, you guys, we got to come here and listen to this. And we walked outside and you we were here and I put it on speaker. And my nephew, Cody, um, was he had strep throat and he was sick. He was probably, Cody was probably like eight or nine at the time. And Cody, I was been texting my brother a little bit. And co- my brother said, Cody said, how is uncle Matt? Cause he had, he had strep throat. So he didn't feel good. He couldn't talk well, but, Brian said you know he kind of had a bad night and kind of explained to him what Prop 8 was and how it really hit me hard and then Cody said I want to call him so I got this little message from his voice and his like hey Uncle Matt this is Cody so my dad said that you had a really bad day um, I had a bad day too I have strep throat I'm really sick but I'm sorry and I just want you to know that it'll get better and I love you no matter what okay bye and I remember playing this, and like we are all just like almost starting to. I get teary now. Yeah, it was really yeah, that was super emotional. That it was, was a very, super emotional week. It was just a super emotional that week, and it was just like here. So, but if you would have asked me then, like, cut to four years, five years later, and almost the entire country would have gay marriage. No way, no way. I would have. No, I have said no. Yeah. So it's crazy. Sorry, we went off on a tangent, but that was a good story. I love you, Cody Ray. You too, Dylan. So. Um. Well, that's it. That's the show.
1: Yay! You did it. I did it. You did. You're great. So hopefully, really, Hopefully yeah, you're Your really friend Don doesn't like come back to us and say, "Oh, that was like the most boring show ever." <laughs> no, Don <laughs> won't say that because
0: she's a real host and all that. No, she'll love it. She'll, she loves you. Um. What? So I don't. Yeah, yeah, You do. Do you want people to? Do you have social media stuff or do you want people to follow you no, or I no? Know. I'm bored. Like I'm boring. And I know. I know. who was it? <laughs> I love. I do have to say. <laughs> Jake What did Jake say When I asked him He said Don't fucking find me I don't want to hear from you That's what Jake said read such a bitch I work so, at an insurance company Yeah, like you're, with, yeah. <laughs> <you're>, But um <laughs> Nicholas, Nicholas is a people person Not a media person Well thank you for doing this you, oh, This really was you a so great much. show I'm not just saying that Thank you so much um, because you yeah, guys just love you. your opinion, very opinionated, so and in a good way. And um, Jake's bitching up you. Okay, Jake's gonna <laughs> listen to that show now, I'm gonna hear it. All right. Well, thank you so much. You're thank awesome. You all. And um so everybody else, send in your questions. I I, I wish one week I would have like a hundred questions to choose from So send them in. Go to TalkToMattMaher.com. You'll find the Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You can follow me all on there. Um, And yeah, that's it. So we'll see you next Thursday. And just do something nice for someone this week, okay? And um, find some joy or something out there. Listen to to some old school Madonna. Mm, Mm. Like a prayer. Like a prayer. All right. Bye, everybody.